That's so bad. Oh, yeah. is so bad, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of From the Tips. It's me, your boy, Brian, always joined by my eloquent co-host, Rick Landis. How we doing? Good, buddy. I'm doing swell, and I'm going to pretend I know what eloquent means. Um, <laughs> nice and chilly up here in the Pennsylvania area, which I'm absolutely loving because I hate being warm. We are um, in So everybody who, who says they would rather be warm, you're lying. Psychopaths. Uh, sweatshirts and sweatpants are above all else. That's the only thing that matters in this life is Elite. being able to wear a sweatshirt and sweatpants. Elite. Um, or no, actually, no. Sweatshirt and shorts. That is the elite combo. That is we're Nothing we're like we're like than, in that range. Right I know now. it's amazing. It's for people that don't get cold legs. It's the happiest day of my life or days, depending on how many it lasts, because I think we're about to get back up into the 70s. Yeah, uh, I think it's about to do its like so, third summer thing and then yeah, just go so, right into winter. So yay for me not being able to breathe for the next three weeks. Um <laughs> Rick, you haven't you haven't breathed through your nose since we were freshmen in college. I've been working on it. I've been leaning <laughs> off of my uh my nasal spray. Uh, oh God, that must that be terrible. I have been told by the doctor that I'm addicted to. So we're getting there. <laughs> You're addicted to nasal spray. I, I went to the doctor and there I was like, I can't breathe. And they were like, Oh, okay. Um, what happened? And I said, It broke my nose a bunch of times. And I used this nasal spray so that I can breathe. And they were like, Oh, which nasal spray? And I was like, This one. They were like, It's not just saline. And I was like, That doesn't do anything. Why would nothing. squirting why would squirting water with salt up my nose do anything? And they're like, oh yeah, the other stuff has like addictive chemicals in it. So the more you use it, the more your nose needs it, which is why you use so much of it and you can't breathe without it. So I'm basically recovering. Um, You're recovering from addict. an addiction. Yeah, uh, at the moment. And it's going pretty well. I don't use it as much as I used to, but it's definitely a struggle. Rick, I just want to I just want to tell you, buddy. I mean, me and the listeners and all the people at Southside Productions, we're here for you. You know that? You know, that. it's <laughs> we understand that recovery is tough and you'll get through this. I, I'm doing my best. <laughs> there, there's many days where I want to go back to it, but I know it's not in my best interest and it's not in the best interest of those that I love and care about. So I'm not going to. <laughs> Not to, you, not to make fun the, of addictions because I know it's a serious. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, not, we're simply only, only making we're only but, making fun of Rick's yes, nasal just spray me addiction because that's the it. doctor literally told me that I was addicted to nasal spray. That's why I'm making fun of not making fun of hard drugs because that is not something to mess around about and not something to joke about. But I'm addicted to nasal spray. We're gonna move on. It is. <laughs> Never, <laughs> never have I thought on this podcast the sentence I'm addicted to nasal spray would come out. <laughs> what, what, is, what has happened in the first five minutes of this podcast that we've gotten to hear? What, a lot of stuff. What, what um, today is October 19th. Uh, we're in October. It is, it is still spooky season, which I love. Yes. And today is also National Kentucky Day. So shout out to University of Kentucky for getting dominated by Georgia in their first loss of the season this year. Um, they got good for schooled. you. It's also something I care about a lot more than college football, National Seafood Bisque Day. Damn right. Today, 
which is huge. Um, October 20th, we have National Chicken and Waffles Day. I don't know if there's a better combination as far as breakfast stuff goes. Well, hold on now. I feel like we're sleeping on just the classic eggs and bacon, though. It, okay, as far as alternative breakfast options go. Yeah, I, I can agree with there's you. a better combination. That I can agree uh, with. Chicken and waffles is fantastic. Uh, it is also National Brandied Fruit Day. I don't know what that is. Um, maybe that like alcoholic fruit. I don't know. Maybe like brand some fruit or something. Like put a or brand on it. I don't Look, know. Rick, what you and your fruit do in your free time, that's on <laughs> you. You don't got to bring it to the podcast. <laughs> don't you worry what I do with bananas on my free time. <laughs> Branding fruit. I don't know. Maybe is maybe it's something they do in prison. I've never been there. Um, <laughs> oh my! I feel like I have to shout this out. Woo. I'm not a fan of it, but I know a lot of our listeners probably are. October 21st is National Pumpkin Cheesecake Day, so if you like everything pumpkin, good for you. Uh, you're still weird, but yep. I'm I'm gonna appeal to our listeners there. Uh, October 22nd, we have National Make a Dog's Day. I don't know what that is. But it sounds great. I want to do it. Um, if anyone has a dog, I I would love to pet it because I think that's kind of what this is referring to. I just so want to hang out, you know, just yeah. get on a walk, um, hang out with it. And then another day that, again, I don't really feel like it needs to be mentioned, uh, but I know you specifically are a huge fan of this, even though, again, it's on the same level as the pumpkin cheesecake, like not good, but I know some people enjoy it. Um, the It's National Boston Cream Pie Day. Oh, um, my gosh. So I know good. you're a big fan of that, even though it sucks. Oh, so I That's to, so good. What do you mean? <laughs> you're sleeping on it. You're it's about as bottom tier of a donut as you can get. It's Boston so Cream. wrong. Like, so like literally, you can have a normal glazed donut. Nope. And then Boston Cream is still under it. That is so false. So false. Whatever you want to believe. Whatever helps you sleep at night, Brian. You know what helps me sleep at night? A Boston cream donut. Probably That's what does. helps me sleep. It, it probably, probably puts does. you in, yeah. it probably puts <laughs> in a little bit Knocks of a, right out. heavy sleep there. <laughs> People who eat donuts for breakfast, I don't understand. How Why? do you not want to take a nap? I love donuts for breakfast. How are you not tired after that? The sugar? You just eat more sugar. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why have one? We can just have the whole box for breakfast. You got you got sugared up for about an hour. Yeah, exactly. People say your day should be highs and lows, but I think your day should be all highs. So we're all just, rise. <laughs> we're just pounding sugar and caffeine Shot all day. The <laughs> my my love bad names. <laughs> you love the bad names. The first song of my kids liked mix. <laughs> oh man! Uh, how I met your mother five minutes into the episode. Nice. Yeah, I mean that's that's classic though. Yeah, it's legendary. It's what we do. Um, <laughs> nice, nice. I see what you did there. What you did there, I see it. I see it. You know what else is legendary? Hmm. The player who somehow beat Colin Morikawa this weekend—that's Rory McIlroy. He's a legendary man. That um, he is probably one of the most liked people on the PGA Tour, uh, besides apparently Ricky Fowler, because apparently enough people like him. Uh, that he's still in the running for that uh, pip going on at the end of the season that we're never going to hear about. Uh, well, no one's going to know. So, but yeah, he does I think Rory is probably top three as far as liked people goes, and I can't imagine there's anybody besides Colin Morikawa who's upset about him winning this week. Buddy, I can totally agree with you. As the the CJ Cup at Summit is won by Rory McIlroy, 
at 25 under, uh, nearly fending off the 10 under Sunday round from Colin Marikawa, who only finishes one stroke behind Rory. Um, yes, Ricky does end up being tied third at 22 under, which is awesome for Ricky Fowler. If he can keep, if he can keep golfing like this, great. That is awesome. I would love to see it. But again, going back to the whole, you know, player impact program thing, how he's even in consideration, I don't know. But it's not against him. Obviously, that's a a fan-driven thing, quote-unquote. It's totally not selected by the PGA Tour, even though they won't tell us who won, which makes (laughs) no sense at all. But either way, we talked about that last week. If you want to hear all about that, go to the last episode. Uh, But, yes, Rory does come out on top, uh, shooting a 66 in round four to end with a grand total of 260 <laughs> with a grand total of 263 strokes getting an early w in the season always good especially for these top tier guys kind of gets that monkey off your back early you can really focus on bettering yourself as a golfer which we talked about this at the gym he went into this year realizing he can't keep chasing distance it was doing nothing but hurting his game yeah, I think I think as far as people to win early that are supposed to be in the co- topic of conversation as top golfers in the world, I think Rory probably would have been the person that everybody would say it's most important for him to win as early as possible. Just because of the season that he had last year, he fully admitted that he was chasing distance. He fully admitted after this tournament in his post-round presser that he was trying to be someone that he wasn't. And we all know he was alluding at Bryson um, with all the distance chasing that was going on in the PGA tour last year. And it was huge for him to come out this week, play his game, which he made it clear that he was playing his game the whole time, uh, both by his score. And obviously he said it after the round, it was just, it was a big win for him. Give him some confidence knowing that he can still do it playing his game. I think the issue was he kind of went on a cold streak playing his game when everybody else was just playing so much better, he thought it was because of how he was playing. And to be completely honest, I don't think it was how he was playing. I think it was that everyone else was just playing better, which can definitely get in your head for sure. Especially as a guy who's in the topic of conversation for number 10 plus golfer in the world. Um, So it is good. I don't know how many more wins we're going to see from Rory this season, if any, because people are starting to get back in the swing of things. I mean, we have the, the top, players from this week we have rory we have colin who's pretty much always i can guarantee you going to be top 25 in any tournament he plays this year Uh, we have sam burns who again probably going to be top 25 at at worst in any tournament he plays this year he got t5 again this week which is i think what three top five finishes for him already this year yeah Um, and if not top five top 10 for sure and a win so like insane start for him sung jm with another top 10 finish this week um, there's a lot of good golfers starting to get back into the swing of things. So I don't know how many more we'll see win wise out of him, but I do see, uh, if he keeps playing his game of golf and not worrying about what everybody else is doing, I do see a, a decent amount of top tens, top 25s out of him this year. Sung JM, you mean the man that never stops golfing The man that never stops <laughs> golfing and never stops golfing well either. It's crazy. He, this he shot 20 psycho. under this week. I mean, he was only five shots out of the lead spot and he's T nine because there was a million people tied for a T5. Um, Sung J M with a 68, 69, 67, 64. Not another round in the 70s. Weren't we talking last week about how he has, like, the most rounds not in the 70s, like in yep. the 60s? In the six, 69 and more. below, yeah. That's he's four like more first. for him right yep. there. Not a single one of those is over 69. So 
good for him to, that he's able to keep playing at this pace. I'm honestly shocked that he didn't do better at the Olympics this year. I don't know if it was the pressure of what he was going to have to deal with in his country with the loss right. or whatever, but if he does get another chance at the Olympics, having gone through it this past year, I don't see him being out of the top three. I don't see him not placing this, this next Olympics if he plays in it. No, not at all. And, and honestly, I was thinking about this, especially with the Korean golfers like KH Lee and um, Sung JM is, could you imagine if the European team, it expanded to like Europe and Asia <laughs> and the U.S. team had to deal with those two guys alone? And Hideki Matsuyama. And Hideki Matsuyama, exactly. It would be a completely different Ryder Cup. Totally different Ryder Cup. They, I mean, they would they would all I mean, we probably would have gotten dominated by a Europe Asia team. So Definitely. honestly, so good for him. Do you think? I know this is probably like way too early in his career and it might not happen this year or the next, but Sung Jam, with how much he golfs, and if he doesn't end up having to go to the military, do you think he wins a FedEx Cup? hundred percent. He's got it right. It's yeah. Just no, there's the no, cards. there's no debating it. I mean, it's, we're, we're what three, four weeks into the season. He's, he's second right now. He's 53 points behind Sam birds in the lead of FedEx cup points already this year. Um, Rory is, is fourth, by the way, 147 points behind. So I don't see if it, it might even happen this year with how much golf he plays. It could, there's a really good chance. I mean, last year, I don't know, maybe he just didn't play as well or he didn't play as much as, everyone was saying he was, I think he did play a lot. I think he just didn't have as many good rounds, but yeah. he's on, he's on a hot streak. I would say right now, if not at least a warm streak, I don't know mm -hmm. if we can call it a hot streak yet, but he's already number two in the FedEx cup standings. And it looks like it at this rate. I mean, I know we don't have a lot of the top guys playing yet, but at this rate, if it keeps up, it's going to be Sam Burns and Sung JM fighting for that top spot. And I'm there for it because I don't, I like both of them. Yeah, I want to revisit those two guys like midseason as well and kind of see yeah, what happens definitely. when you get the massive names back. Yeah. When you get your John Roms, you get your your DJs, your Bryson's, your, your I mean, Brooks's, we did have all we those. did have some big names this week. They just didn't finish yeah. as high as, as they should have. Like Xander finished T18 with Thomas and Spieth and Hovland. All of them and Poulter and Tyrrell. Yeah, all of them finished <laughs> T18. Um, Kepka was in it this week. I forget where he finished. Not great. Uh, Scotty Scheffler finished at T38, even though he was 15 under also yeah. tied with Brooks Kepka. I'm looking at now, um, DJ was T45. Like these big names were here, but a lot of them are just getting into the swing of things, making this their, most of them is their debut for the season. If not exactly. like their second tournament. So it will, and as, we definitely yeah. will have to check in on them like halfway yeah. through the season and see how things are going. And as we know, those bigger names, they they do pick up about mid-season. That's when they oh, just start yeah. absolutely dominating. Yeah. So the, the yeah. thing is with them, they're going to get hot streaks. Mm -hmm. Like we know for a fact Brooks Kepka at some point will get a string of top 10, top fives. We know at some point Dustin Johnson's going to rack together a win or two. Like we know these guys are going to start doing stuff. It's just when and how big of a lead Sam Burns and Sung JM can build up until that happens. Exactly. I do expect both of them to make the FedEx. I know it's way too early in the season, but I do expect those two guys, if they can keep golfing like this, or at least a semblance of this throughout the year, just enough to get points. You don't always have to be winning. You got to remember that about the FedEx playoffs. You just got to consistently be getting points. Yeah. 
And it, it is way too early it. because if we look at the FedEx Cup standings right now, we have like I think two top ten players in the world in the top ten right now. We have Sam Burns, we got Sung JM, Max Homa coming in at three, Rory coming in at four, your boy Matt Wolf coming at five, Maverick Taylor. McNeely six, Kyle Morikawa, Taylor Gooch, Mark Leishman, and Nick Watney. Eight to ten, I can pretty much tell you right now aren't making the FedEx Cup this year. Agree. Um, Max Homa is going to be a borderline kind of guy. He's just been playing a lot this year. Um, Maverick McNeely, he did well last year, so I can see him possibly getting um, getting in, like sneaking in that top 30 somehow. But, like, there's a lot of guys that are going to come in there and take those spots. Yeah. And it just depends on if they can hold on to it, which I think they can because they both started off real strong and they're both looking real good so far. Yeah. And uh, another guy that is definitely in need of a hot streak, maybe even a warm streak, just something is Ricky Fowler who ended up being T three, which is awesome for him considering the last two years he's had, which have just been, I mean, pardon my French, but they've been absolute dog shit. Um, so I think that's French, but we dog shit. There you go. French, you took French. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the only thing I remember from French is bonjour and how to count to 10. Let's hear it. Oh, um, un, deux, trois, cat. So, cat? Yeah, that's four. Hmm. There's like a QUE wow. scenario going on there. Um, okay, so I can talk to four. <laughs> um, and that's French, folks. Welcome to it. <laughs> French oh. 101. Thanks for also, coming. also a cow is a vache. And when you know how we say, oh my God. Yeah. They say, oh la vache. They say, oh my cow. Oh my cow. Oh my cow. Holy cow. It could be. Because <laughs> that's a common saying. <laughs> Only could be. I've never heard anyone say, oh my cow. I'm going to start saying it. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> oh my cow. <laughs> what I'm gonna say when I hit a bad shot from now on. It's gonna be like the probably like the most pure thing like anybody's ever said on a golf course. It's like, oh my cow. Oh, would my. you look at that? They definitely say that <laughs> in like Idaho. Like that's oh definitely my, yeah. like that's yep. definitely a saying in Idaho. <laughs> it's in those uh in those Midwest states, it's like, well, dang flat my cow. I'll tell you what, <laughs> be better. Somebody get me a bush light. I get soap in the mouth if they say it before age 13. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they get soap in the mouth when they're like in their 30s. Just like, no, I got to do this to myself. I got to be, I got to do this right. I got to go to church. Saying cow all the time. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Cattle. Aside from cattle talk. Yes. Uh, Rory McElroy had some comments on Ricky Fowler's round uh, because he had the lead going into Saturday, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then things kind of fell off for him, even though he did end up getting T3. Uh, he shot a first round 66, a second round 66, a third round 63, but then the fourth round 71. So things fell off for him in the fourth round. Couldn't get it all the way there. Uh, when Rory was asked about it, you got to remember Rory and Ricky had basically started their careers at the same time. They both live in Jupiter, Florida. They hang out, they're buddies. Uh, when Rory was asked, he said he's close. He's not that far away. I think everyone's seen how he played this week. Obviously, things didn't go quite his way today, but he didn't hit it. And then bad is might 
might have been what he was looking for, but he didn't continue the sentence and just said, I was keeping an eye on him. Ricky's a close friend of mine, and I want to see him do well. So I was keeping a close eye on his game today as well, just to see how he played. There were maybe a couple loose shots in there, but the five iron he hit into 11 was all I needed to see. He had an awesome five iron into 11, and to play a shot like that in the final round with pressure and still having a chance to win, I think that means his game's coming around. Which clearly doesn't Rory's, want him to win too much. It clearly Otherwise doesn't want him to win a little win. bit. Otherwise, yeah, exactly. you would have given him the win. Yeah, if that's your, if that's your so-called Some friend buddy, you are, Rory. Yeah, well, <laughs> Get yourself better friends, Ricky. Come on. <laughs> Stick with um, MJ, okay? Yeah, seriously. Stick with MJ and Tiger. <laughs> but as, as far as getting a great boat of confidence as a golfer, this tournament could do a lot for Ricky's game. And also oh, yeah. the fact that Rory makes these comments. I mean, Rory doesn't often comment about other people's games anyways. Um, but the way that like, he expressed how he was like feeling good about Ricky's game and I want to see him do well and specifically choosing a shot that he saw Ricky hit and being like, that was incredible with all yeah. this pressure on him. That's good news for Ricky Fowler. I don't know exactly how good of news, but it's good news out. for Ricky Fowler, you know, and I'm excited about it, honestly, like Ricky's not a guy I hate. It's just. First of all, drop the neon colors. Please, for the love of God, if I see you in neon orange again, I'm going to burst a blood vessel. Okay? Just one. Singular blood vessel. Every time, though. So, eventually, it's just going to – I'm probably going to die. But when (laughs) – Over the course of a season, there's a lot of blood vessels. There's a lot of blood vessels. Um, But if he just kind of just focuses up and kind of takes that energy he had when he was a kid and keeps it going and kind of – Makes a long run of at least playing good golf. You don't have to be stellar all the time. Hell, Ricky, you don't even have to win this year. If you can get consistent top 25s, top 30s even, I'm, I'm going to be happy that you're back in the swing of things. And then, you know, throw in a top 10 here and there, and maybe do get a win. I don't know. Yeah, don't rush but like, it. That's the biggest thing. It's on the rise for him, you know? Yeah, he just can't rush it. That's the biggest thing. He's got to take it in stride. After the bad years that he's had, it's it's like Jordan Spieth. You're going to just have to ride it out. Just keep on grinding. It'll come for you. You're, you made it here for a reason. You're obviously a good golfer. We've seen Ricky win. We've seen him do well. It's going to happen for you. You just got to trust the process, not like the Sixers, like actually a good yeah. process. Um, actually get decent people uh, and don't you know, have around you on your team. Um, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. But just trust the process. It's going to come for you. We saw it with Jordan Spieth. Horrible stretch of years. Was it four years without doing anything significant? I don't even think he got a win. Um, Trusted the process. Last year came out firing, was in the FedEx Cup playoffs in the top 30, and was a name again. It's Mm going to happen. You're good enough as a golfer. Trust your game. Do your thing. Stop wearing orange, and it'll happen. Also, and this is just a thought for – for people that suck at golf like me, I understand you're good at golf, but if you've had this long of a bad stretch, maybe don't have the hardest irons to hit ever made. Those those Cobra RFs are like scientifically speaking the hardest blades to to hit. Maybe go ever back made. to what are they? The cavities? Is yeah, go to Musclebacks. Go to Musclebacks. <laughs> go back to the amateur days. I know you're not going to be able to curve the ball track your string rate why do you need to hit it on a curve exactly you know you hit it straight you don't need curves maybe just don't have the hardest blades ever created to hit you know that's all i'm saying 
but that's just an equipment junkies take know? on it. <laughs> what do I know? Exactly. Uh, however, and this is where we're going to get into kind of a pro PGA con PGA scenario here. This is kind of what the episode is built towards. We're going to start with the con because I, I want to end with the pro. Fair. Here it is. On Sunday. Sunday of the CJ Cup, by the way, which historically that and the Zozo are when the big names come back. And there were big names at the top of the leaderboard. And one of those names is Ricky Fowler. People want to watch that, right? Oh, yeah. When they turned on golf on Sunday, what do you think those people got? Did you think it was the CJ Cup? Hopefully Ricky Fowler. Nope. Nope. They got the playoff of the Champions Tour. Oh, Oh, man. Between Miguel Jimenez and Lee Jansen. Let's go. Look. You're not hyped about that? This is no (laughs) smack talk on the Champions Tour and everything that goes on with that. It's a cool thing. It's whatever. It does suck if Phil's not playing. (laughs) Exactly. Even though it is trash when Phil's not involved. It's Sunday on a PGA Tour weekend. You missed the first 40 minutes of coverage to watch old men play golf. Are you kidding me? Come on. You've got to be better than this. When Rory and Ricky are in the mix, you have to be better than that. Yeah. It's one of those things that still blows my mind about the PGA Tour. How are they not getting this stuff right? They just can't figure it out. Like, I need them to enroll in a college course about media and being able to do it right and play to your consumer. They need young people. That's they the issue. do is all of the people that do this stuff for them are just old school people. And they're all they're worried about is the quote unquote best golf that's happening. But mm-hmm. even if the PGA tour was in a Thursday round and the champions tour was in a playoff for the win, I would rather watch the Thursday round of the PGA tour. Correct. Because I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know. 99% of the people playing on the champions tour. I know. Why do I care? Why does anybody else care? No one does. You've, you've nailed it. Keep the PGA tour on. Exactly. And what it's not that hard to understand where you're going wrong. If you reference the rest of corporate Twitter, especially when it comes to professional sports teams in the United States, go on to any single one of their Twitters. I highly suggest though, going on like the really funny ones. Um, For example, the Vegas golden Knights have a really funny one. Uh, The Carolina Panthers Twitter stays winning. Um, The, the flyers once gritty became a thing, their Twitter's awesome now. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to like organizations and professional sports who really get Twitter and understand the youth movement and how it brings in new fans, yeah, just scroll to their Twitter. You'll get it. Or go to your nearest community college, take some of those graduates, be like, hey, we'll give you a job. Sound good? <laughs> and let them take care of it. If you let if you let the youth help you, the PGA tour will become massive. There's already a huge youth movement in golf. Yeah. That, that's already a thing. You have to play to that. You have to grab onto that before it just slips away, which it seems like the PGA Tour has been doing for years. It's just letting great things slip away. 
And it's so frustrating to see, especially when, again, back to Twitter, the entirety of Twitter is blowing up at them. I'm literally scrolling through a massive list of tweets that are angry and upset about this, including a PGA Tour partner and one of the most important golf production podcast vlog companies out there, No Laying Up. There's literally one of the PGA Tour's partners is tweeting about how bad this is. That's how you know it's bad. That's how you know it's so bad. And even after the Champions Tour stopped, it cut to that stupid delay screen where it's like, coverage will begin shortly. Are you kidding? It's the worst. You could have just... Come on. It's, It's really frustrating. I do have to shout out a specific individual who just scored a goal for the Philadelphia Flyers, as that is Rick's man. As Justin Braun is on the board um, for the flyboard. Yeah, speaking of things that are frustrating, um, everybody has five goals, and Sean Couturier has not scored a single one. Uh, so that's where I'm at right now. I do have money on him to score a goal. Um, yeah, little 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 side note here, lit, though. I love I, this fight. I'm really, I won. I'm here for it. I won twenty bucks. I wish this. I wish I was here to watch this fight. What's that fight? Who's fighting? I don't even know. There's just a bunch of people huddled here. Coots is in it. He Ooh. might be mad he hasn't scored yet. Yeah, probably if there's five on the board. Uh, but yeah, a little Lord. side note. <laughs> I won I won 20 bucks in the span of 10 minutes in the first period because I put money on Claude Giroux and Travis Konecki scoring. And Rick has money on Sean Couturier scoring. Arguably, out of the three of them, probably more likely than Giroux the, to score. The frustrating part is I, I was deciding between Coots and Konecki, and I went with Coots. And I'm really mad yeah, about so, it right now. I was yeah. like, do I go with Konecki? And I was like, I was like, no, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good tonight. <laughs> like three minutes into the game, connect these scores. Uh, either way. Um, <laughs> yes. It was but, Drew on the fight? Ooh, that's exciting. We'll see uh, but obviously we still have our problems with how the PGA tour conducts itself. I mean, I feel like this is going to be an ongoing battle between from the tips and the PGA tour. And yep. maybe we'll get some, maybe we'll Mostly get some one-sided. actual action. Mostly, Mostly one side. <laughs> I don't think they do a whole lot of complaining about us because we're awesome. Uh, How many people are welcome, by the way, but either way, um, but as I said, this was a pro and con thing. So there is in fact a pro and that pro is, and something they should continue to do is by the way, KH Lee has been selected as the sexiest golfer. So, so <laughs> back in 2018, while uh, KH Lee was on the corn Ferry tour, he was asked uh, in a video about, you know, what goals he had in his golf career. He said, I have several goals in my life. The first is to become the number one golfer in the world. The second is to become the number one sexiest golfer in the world. And that was in 2018. It was very, very young KH Lee. High goals. <laughs> High goals. Lofty goals, right? Love it. I love it. I'm not quite sure how this came back up and how it got onto the PGA Tour's radar. But he goes out to hits some practice shots, goes into his hitting bay, and behind his hitting hitting bay is a nameplate, and in black letters and all caps, it says, Sexiest Golfer. Love it. <laughs> and the PGA Tour was the one that put it there. That's a point. That's a, a point, point for the, the PGA right Tour. Unfortunately, they're like negative 80 right now, so we're only at like a really 
negative number still. Yes. But we're going in the right direction. It always feels like it's one step forward, two steps back with the tour. Yes. And we're really got to get like, all we got to do next is one step forward, one step back. But once we start plateauing, then we can move upwards. Exactly. It's this kind of stuff, man. This is the kind of stuff where, where you are literally pandering to the youth by how funny this is. You might have your old grumpy golfers being like, oh, I don't know. That shouldn't matter. Where's, where's the Champions Tour coverage? <laughs> I need to watch Jim Furyk. Um, you know, it, it, this is the future of golf. And doing this more often is how you're going to get people more involved in golf and especially more involved in watching golf because there are that possibly millions of golfers just guys like you and i guys like guys and girls that listen to this podcast who don't care about watching golf yeah and that sucks because there's so much cool golf to watch there are so many cool golfers yeah they they need to be watched and they should be need to keep it interesting and that's a way to do it is to add a little bit of humor stop making it so repetitive and old school people don't want old school people want new school that's why exactly these other leagues are taking that extra step forward that's why people are getting back into football because the xfl became a thing again people are getting into baseball more because there's people hitting home runs like every other night for their teams and like baseball's kind of getting a little bit more interesting with the uh, Savannah bananas and like things like that, that keep popping up that other sports are doing that are keeping it interesting. And golf is just like, Oh yeah, you can watch these people hit a ball straight forward and go into a hole. Sometimes they'll end up in some sand though. So that's pretty interesting. Like, right. You got to find something. It's not going to be on the course because you can't change the game of golf that much. You got to find something else. And things like doing that on the driving range is going to do it. Things like that are going to go viral. People are going to tune in. They're going to want to see stuff like that. You just got to keep doing it. You can't do it once and expect the results that you're looking for. You absolutely nailed it. I I literally could not have said it better than myself. You can't change what's on the course very likely. So you have to change what you're doing off. That was, that was great. That was a great insight, my friend. Um, So yes, we have a pro, we have a con. Hopefully this whole one step forward, two step back thing starts trailing towards a different direction maybe a couple steps forward would be nice uh but who knows however we do have more golf coming up this week we have the zozo championship and its return to japan after uh covid19 obviously they canceled the zozo championship because of travel restrictions to japan so the last victor was two years ago and that was his 82nd win tiger woods who unfortunately will not be able to defend as he is still recovering from that uh, injury that he sustained from the car accident. But he is back on the course, though. He is back on the course. He's just not back at the course professionally. So he's not winning back-to-back Zozos, unfortunately. But this is usually the tour stop that shows up with the most of the big-name golfers. This is usually when it happens. A lot of them return. So here are... Some of them power rankings for you folks. First off, want to make a note. Really loving Harry Higgs in the top 15 here. Love it. That's fantastic. He's at I mean, 13th. He was, top 10, he was top 10 this week, wasn't he? He was. Uh, it says here, true to what he does best, his short game and, putting, uh, and putting netted a T9 at the Summit Club, but he also led the field in par three scoring. It was oh, his yeah. third top 15 finish in his last six tournaments. Harry Higgs is making a run, folks. If I could, if I could 
physically make those eye, that eye thing, the eye emoji. I w- that's what I would have just done there. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I keep an eye out for our Philly man with a plan. I'm just saying Philly man with a plan. We didn't, we didn't name the last episode that for no reason, folks. Okay. You're welcome. He's, he's got a plan. It's happening. He's got a plan. And, uh, uh, all right. Let's go through the top five here. An interesting name at five. I get it, but this seems a bit premature. Uh, wait, 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 I got this. Is it Ricky? It is. Oh, I figured this seems a bit premature. I'm not. That's what they do. Either. No, that's what they do. They someone someone makes a wave in a week when they usually don't, and then they're like, "Oh no, this person might go on a run. Let's put him in the power rankings this week." We don't want to put them too high because then people are going to be like, why did you put them in the top three? So let's put them at like five because I don't that's know, five is still a bit high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the last time that worked was with Jordan Spieth. And I think everybody was surprised it did work. Um, so yeah, Ricky Fowler's at fifth. It says here, the 54 hole leader at the CJ cup at summit faded to a T three with a closing 71, but he led the field in total driving greens in regulation and strokes gained T to green. As as an aside, he's one quarter Japanese. That I didn't know. I did not. That know is that. a brand new fact for me. Yes. Right on, right on. Uh, number four, another name I didn't expect to see this high up. I expected him in the power rankings, but maybe not at four. Will Zalatoris. Okay, Will. Among the throng of no tables who were cut. In the shootout at TPC Summerland, but he splashed as a PGA Tour member with a pair of top 15s. T to green, name will bear fruit at Narashino. Uh, that's that's a fun name for a golf course. Narashino. Narashino. Mushroom cheddies. That's fun to say. That's fun to say. <laughs> Side note here uh, we are not a hockey podcast, however. This game is intense, and I'd have to ask you real quick. Do you think we have a, an early rivalry, an early East-West Coast rivalry brewing between the Flyers and the Kraken? Because that's two fights before right. the third period even started. <laughs> All right, you're, 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 getting, you're getting into putting Ricky in the top five territory. Let's, let's pump the brakes. I don't know about that. Pump the brakes. I don't know about it. Two fights. I haven't seen any fights yet. <laughs> Just because there's two. Who was the second fighter? Um, I forget. Uh, 24. Nate Sealer got into, yes, a, Sealer, got into a, it some fisticuffs. Yeah, Nate Sealer just got into fisticuffs. Oh, how about it? I wouldn't um, mind that, though. I don't mind that at all. I like the new kid getting 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 fisty with it. Anyway, um, get off track of golf here again. Yeah, sometimes it happens. I, just, I, I can't. I got I got golf podcast going. I got Flyers game on my phone. I got football game on my tablet. I got a lot of stuff going on right now. Things yeah, are, for, for those of you firing. that don't know... Rick, actually, a very large hockey fan. Surprisingly. Fun fact. I feel like you don't you don't talk as much hockey, but, like, people just wouldn't know that about you. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really, like, watch it as much on TV. That's the issue. Like, if I had season tickets, I'd be at every game because I love watching it in right. person. TV, it, it can get a little bit boring to me, mostly just because of the announcers. But, like, when you're at a game with your friends and things are happening – it's it nothing beats it. I don't think I'd rather be at another sporting event to be completely honest. I would be completely inclined to agree with you, my friend. Uh, but number three for the Zozo. I like this one actually Hideki Matsuyama. Haven't heard his name in a while. 
haven't urged him since the Masters almost. Uh, couldn't catch Tiger Woods and settle for a solo second here in 2019 at 16 under. Um, Japan's okay. top-ranked talent likely is in best place of his career as the 2021 Masters champ. Has I would no have to say advantage. so. I would have to say so. Um, I don't know. I don't know about third. He's got home course advantage. He does, and he I came in second the last time it was there. Um, but you know, he's same, gonna have the most fans there. He is for sure. It, it was with having won the Masters and this being the first tournament in Japan since that Masters, people are gonna be going nuts for him. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, however, these top two guys, people will also be going nuts for because they are awesome golfers to watch. Excited. I'm gonna give you the names. I'm gonna, I need you to give me one, but one number two. Okay, okay I got this. Xander Shoffley, Colin Marikawa. Colin's got to be number one. Negative Ghost Rider. No. It says here with X Colin Marikawa, number give two. Give it to you? <laughs> X going to give it to you. Uh, for <laughs> Colin here, it says too little too late at the Summit Club despite a Sunday 62, but it's also the kind of launch pad he'd prefer for the trip to Japan where he finished T22 in 2019. Japanese heritage is a bonus as he also is Japanese heritage. That I did know. That you didn't know. That you didn't know. Um, and the number one, Xander Shoffley. X going to give it to you. Uh, it's just two and a half months ago that he captured gold at the Olympics, so the return to Japan should feel great. Uh, he has family there and placed T10 here in 2019 and closed out the CJ Cup with 63. If I'm not mistaken, X also has Japanese heritage, no? That I don't know. I'm almost, X is your guy. I have no idea. I am almost certain. Xander... They're just going they're just going everybody in the top five with yes uh his grandparents or his grandmother specifically is chinese japanese oh yeah so the, yeah. what in the top five that is so there is three no people of japanese descent. so there is no home home field advantage because so there's no all home field advantage there. at all you get sorry none <laughs> Hideki thought he had it, and he's like, oh, man, there's a lot of Japanese heritage going on here, huh? I'm a bit a bit sad now. Just uh, like everybody, I just picture, like, everybody's, like, like gawking at, like, Xander Shoffley and Colin Warakawa, like, doing their thing, and Hideki's just, like, off to the side, like, wearing his green jacket, trying to, like, get everybody to pay attention to him, and everybody's just like, oh, my God, Colin, oh, my God, Xander, and he's just, like, standing over there with his, with his green jacket trying to get his attention. Yeah, I'm telling you, if Xander just shows up with a gold medal, I'm sorry, that green jacket just don't cut it. And that just don't <laughs> cut it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, it's shiny. It's gold from the Olympics. Come on. I'm curious. I'm curious what your opinion would be if it was opposite and Xander had won the green jacket and Hideki had won the gold. Well, in that case, the green jacket is much cooler <laughs> than Olympic gold. Uh, Olympic gold oh, okay, okay. in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he caught me. Uh, I did not expect that. <laughs> All right. Uh, to move on from PGA news, the LPGA did not play this last week. However, coming up here, we have the BMW Ladies Championship. We were at the BMW Men's Championship. We were at the BMW Men's Championship. Unfortunately, not hosted at the same place as the uh, this one is going to be in Korea. Ooh. In Korea's second largest city of Busan. Are BMWs made in Korea? Just curious. I have no, no, they're German. I'm pretty sure, right? German engineering, if I'm not mistaken. I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but either way. I know nothing about cars. 
But that's what's coming up for the LPGA. And unless you got anything else pressing, we move along to the two-man scramble, my friend. That's all I got. Let's scramble it up. Scramble. Welcome to the two-man scramble. Rick scrambling the eggs. And we have a question from one of our very loyal listeners. Thank you very much. Uh, This question, I feel a bit attacked. Not going to lie to you. Uh, But the question is, who has spent more on golf, Rick or Brian? I don't think it's as as far apart as you think. I think it's a lot closer. Do you? How much did you golf during uh, the beginning of COVID? Oh, That's right. I think right. that evens it out an that. immense amount, if not gives me a little bit of an edge, to be completely honest. The only reason I don't think it gives you the edge is because of the irons I bought. That's why I think it's a bit tighter. Well, I also bought new irons. You did. So maybe... I mean, you golfed like every day, didn't you? I golfed like five days a week, I think. Yeah, but it was only like ten. I only paid like ten dollars around. See, that's that's why that's, why, like... that's where I'm thinking is I still think I might have the edge just based off of you did nine hole courses for most of that, so it was very cheap and it was during the week. Yeah, but like also a lot of that time was we would go out together on the weekend then, so I was also exactly. spending that money. True. So I don't know. I think, I think I might have the edge on you here. Not it might lie. be a, it might be a toss up, but strictly because of that, I think you have a small edge. I or think so. It's just too close to call at this point. Yeah, definitely, folks. We spend a lot of time golfing, making a lot of the golf stuff for you guys, and also spending a lot of money on golf because it's stuff we like to do. Uh, fun I fact: do. I got sent two golf sets by my uncle because he found them in his. Uh, in his attic they were his dad's and his back in the 60s and 70s and they're about as old as you would expect them to be (laughs) i'm afraid they're going to shatter on ball contact because they've never hit an actual technologically advanced golf ball Uh so i'm gonna test those out at a range sometime soon to see if they do shatter on contact might have to make a video of it might have to make a video of it because one of them is a wooden shaft all the irons i love that i'm scared that i'm gonna get a splinter in my shin after You're right. Shattered. There's a chance. There's a chance. That'll be a video. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have to shout out real quick. I have to shout out um, my guy, Brian. I went out and golfed with uh, Tommy. Not you, Brian. I, know. I. <laughs> um, I went out and golfed with Tommy from uh, High Cross America and his buddy, Brian. Uh, we were at uh, Deerwood Country Club, I believe is the name of the course in New Jersey. Uh, Brian got us on the course because he's an awesome dude. So shout out to Brian. For getting us out on that round it was a great time. I shot a 107, so not great, but I came back hard on the back nine, which is where we're at. I hadn't golfed in like a month before that, and I went in completely cold because being who I am as a person, I showed up late to the tee time, so I just had to go in cold. Front nine, absolutely horrendous. Back nine, pretty on par for me. Um, but yeah, just wanted to shout out Brian real quick and thank thank him again publicly this time for getting me out there uh you can go follow him on instagram too uh i'm gonna plug his instagram here it's weights and burgers and donuts oh my with no spaces what a great Uh, instagram this is what i'm saying that's incredible Um, yeah so go follow him um cool dude great time on the course that's all i got now i have two follow-up questions to that first how does he spell his name same has, is it a Y or an I? I have, I have, I have questions. You Ryan? Uh, have you never seen Brian spelled with a Y? 
Yavin? Yavin? Oh, you mean Yavin. <laughs> oh, you mean Yavin. Nope. Uh, no. Robin. <laughs> uh, I can't say that I have seen Brian spelled with a Y. I know people do it, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Okay. So, well, this, this just tells me that he spells it the right way. Thank God. He does. He um, spells it the same as you. Also, I need to, to comment on that Instagram name again. That is incredible. I'm assuming he means that he's turned the burger's buns into donuts. He's got a donut burger going on. I don't That's know. my we got, assumption. We got some some gains pictures and videos on his Instagram. So obviously um, the man's a champion. We get that. Yeah, no, for sure. Completely understood. Uh, but uh, he shot an 83. I also do have to shout out Tom real quick because Tom, I think it's a career round for him. If I'm not mistaken, he shot an 80 while we were out. Woo! So I do have to shout out Tom for an Tommy. round. We actually went, we were on 17 going to 18 and he made a fatal error and looked at his score. No, for the first time that day by accident, he looked at his score going no. on 18, finding out that he needed a par. I think it was a par to shoot 79 to break 80. Yeah. And Damn he it, ended Tom. Up shooting 80. Um, I, I don't know how much of it got in his head, but it was, uh, it was tough to watch for sure. It definitely um, would have gotten into my head, especially if he shot an 80 and just did yeah. that par. 79, 79, I know, would have been a career low for him. I think 80 was. I'm not 100% sure, though. Either way, 80 is insane. Uh, Brian shot an 83. I looked like crap compared to both of them. We would have both looked but terrible. That's fine. I'm not, like, too worried about it. Um, things could be worse. They could be. And you were on that course, and the course sounds incredible. So that's just that's just awesome. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to Brian and Tom. Thanks for letting Rick come along with you. As well as following Brian on Instagram, go ahead and follow at Hack Across America as well. And while you're doing all that following on Instagram, might as well search up at from the tips underscore pod and follow your boys that you're listening to right now. Thank you so much for that follow. I can already feel it. Thank you. Go follow us on Instagram. Go listen to our other episodes because they're also awesome. And thanks again, everybody for listening to from the tips let me take a quick check into the road to 1k i don't know if we reached it or not it is loading slowly we had to have reached it. I, I mean it's gotta happen right had to. let me put in the put in the old password now oh shoot i can't i can't password under pressure yeah no you're struggling for sure well hold I, i'm feeling judged i am you got this are you judging me a little bit yeah okay i get that Hold on, hold on. It's doing its thinking. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Oh, we are so close. 9.85. Okay, Literally, we got this, guys. Come on. 15 more listens and we get to 1K. Come on, you guys. You guys can do this. Share with your friends. Listen to it twice. Listen to it three times. I don't care. Whatever it takes to Tell get us, us to what 1K. we need to do to make you want to listen more. If exactly. For some reason, not listening every week, which you should be because... We're fun people. We are fun people. We're funny as well. We don't all we don't only talk about golf either. I mean, the first 15 minutes of this episode, we handled Rick's addiction <laughs> with nasal spray. We handled like that. Jane's addiction. <laughs> like Jane's addiction. <laughs> like the band. Jane's addiction. <laughs> that's that's good. we talked about hockey. We talk about food frequently. We talked about sports betting. We do talk about golf. But if there's something else that you'd rather hear us talk about, shoot us a DM. Let us we'll know. We'll do it. We'll Damn do it. right. We're here for you. We are. Yet again, thank you so much for listening. This has been From the Tips. We out. Thanks, guys. See you later.